And we're back. Well, tax season's here, folks, and you know... Hi there. Whoa, where'd you come from? April here to tell you about the tax filing software from TaxAct. Seriously, were you, like, hiding behind my desk? Seriously, TaxAct makes it easy to get your maximum refund. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Switch to TaxAct today, and you can start for free. Or, as we say at Radioland... Subtle. TaxAct. Tax Act. File for less and get more. See TaxAct.com for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the WIM podcast. Women in Influencer Marketing, or WIM for short, is a first-of-its-kind exclusive networking group made up of inspirational women. This podcast is where we explore influencer marketing, advertising trends, and get real about women in business. Our mission is to network, to foster leaders within this exciting industry, and to share information to make our work stronger. That's where this podcast comes in. We'll bring you fresh perspectives on timely topics facing the industry from expert voices in the space. Find us wherever you download podcasts. And of course, you can always find us at IamWim.com. That's IamWim.com. How is everyone doing today? We are here with your breaking news updates in influencer marketing and social media news. Without further ado... Let's dive into it. All right. So always trying to bring you stories from different sources and the most interesting stories. So I'm going to dive into all of these after I sort of recap the titles of each article. All right. So again, four tips to creating the best Instagram Reels ads. Uh, The next article we're going to be going through, it's a very short one, a brief update. Uh, LinkedIn gives up on stories. This is from theverge.com. It's another really good source for you guys to check out if you're not already, but we'll dive into more of what that means. LinkedIn gives up on its stories. The next article that we're going to be going over is a social media today article, Facebook tests new ad automation flows to help maximize campaign performance. That is a really interesting article. I look forward to going through that one. And then the next two articles, both from TechCrunch. So the first one, Instagram is officially ditching its swipe up links in favor of stickers. There's slightly more news to that than the um, the headline alludes to. And then the next and last article that we're going to be going over, TikTok's new creator marketplace API lets influence influencer marketing companies tap into its first party data. This one is pretty big news. There's literally a handful of agencies that were all chattering and saying, oh my gosh, we're the first company and the first agency with access to this first party data. It is really genuinely a big deal. We'll read a little bit more about this article in depth and super interesting, of course, of an update and what that all entails. All right. So those are the articles that we're going over and we'll dive into them right now. All right, article number one, like I mentioned, four tips to creating the best Instagram Reels ads. So this one is really, really interesting because this wasn't available prior. You weren't able to do Instagram Reel ads. So for all influencer marketing practitioners, definitely important to know that you are first able to do this And this is sort of walking you through why it's so valuable, how it's different from story ads, and a little bit more. So I will dive into that now. So basically says, Instagram introduced Reels in August 2020. The tick 
TikTok inspired short form video format lets users create multiple clip videos of up to 60 seconds and add audio and effects to them. Reels have quickly become a favorite format for the platform's users to find fresh content, engage with new accounts. And now, unsurprisingly, brands can further capitalize on the format's popularity and reach targeted audiences with Reels ads. So definitely worth noting if you are in the middle of any sort of influencer community, the chatter is all about the fact that Reels are like the hottest thing. They're getting so much views. Everyone is so excited about it. So now you can sort of put yourself in the middle of that a little bit more by doing ads. So first of all, it says, what are Instagram Reels ads? Seems pretty basic, but it is worth getting into because they actually do sort of get into some interesting stuff. So it was launched globally in mid-2021. They're a new placement for ads on the platform. So Instagram Reels ads are somewhat similar to Stories ads, but considering how both can are full screen video and their vertical show between regular non-sponsored stories and reels content and are marked as sponsored, which all Instagram ads are. However, unlike stories, ads, reels, ads, loop, which is really, really important and really key and worth noting. They can be up to 30 seconds long and users can like, comment, save, and share the ad content, which is similar to Reels and Instagram posts. So the last couple, probably the most important and definitely worth looking into when it comes to creating sponsored content, branded content, but using Instagram Reels ads. So essentially it goes on to talk about uh, how it should shows up within the same placements within the app where people discover and consume organic Reels content, which is in the Reels tab on the Explore page and in their feeds. And that exposure holds a ton of potentials. According to Instagram's business team specifically, this is a quote, Reels is the best place on Instagram to reach people who don't follow you, key to that, at a growing global stage where brands and creators can be discovered by anyone. These ads will help businesses reach greater audience allowing people to discover inspiring new content from brands and creators. This article is super interesting. I just want to make sure it's on everybody's radar because yes, creating Reels ads is something, you know, the Instagram ecosystem is so vast and there's so many ways to produce ads. So Instagram Reels, super interesting. All right, next one. It's sort of a brief update. This one is LinkedIn gives up on stories. So I've been seeing a huge trend of people doing sponsored content content on LinkedIn, looking for like more credibility, people in, in various industries who have a lot of like thought leadership behind them and credibility to be able to, you know, share that credibility to whatever brand they are being sponsored by. So where can you, you know, promote that post in the LinkedIn ecosystem? Now you can no longer do it in stories. However, I think think that the way that the article is sort of shared and the updates that I saw specifically on LinkedIn, it looks like they're sort of positioning themselves to just improve it. But it is interesting that they're completely shutting it down before rebuilding it instead of just improving it. So interesting, but good to know in case you're activating any influencers on LinkedIn. And so it says part of the reason for the shutdown is that LinkedIn learned users just didn't want disappearing video. Is that true? <laughs> like, I don't know, it's so interesting. So this is a quote, in developing stories, we assumed people wouldn't want informal videos attached to their profile and that ephemerality, love that word, would reduce barriers that people feel about posting 
Turns out you want to create lasting videos that tell your professional story in a more personal way and that showcase both your personality and expertise. Basically, LinkedIn is axing stories. No more stories on LinkedIn. But like I mentioned in most of the coverage of this story, they're sort of teasing out the fact that it will be coming back, but in a new and imagined way. Interesting. All right, next story. Facebook tests new ad automation flows to help maximize campaign performance. How to automate it versus, you know, manually going in and, and doing it. I'll tease a little bit of this masterclass. Nikki, uh, who's like one of our resident whitelisting experts, she's legit done it for like going on 15 years. So she really, really knows her stuff, was basically saying like, if they make it look easy, like if you go on Instagram and you just hit the promote button and there's basically nothing you have to do except pay money, there's a reason they do that because they want to make it easy for you. And it's not very like you get basically like very little ROI by doing that. If I'm listening to her advice, which is that, you know, this expertise and stuff like that really goes a long way, this automated piece, I don't know how much value it would bring perhaps. So basically, the article goes on to say Facebook's looking to add a new option to help advertisers automate their Facebook ad campaigns with a process it's calling ad strategies now being tested with some users. Once you sort of read the article in its entirety, uh, it's on social media today, but of course we send the links in our newsletter. There's a screenshot and it says, as you could see in this notification posted by a specific user, Facebook's new ad strategies option looks to help users maximize their Facebook campaigns by automating various elements, which then enables Facebook systems to optimize ad spend based on your focus goals. So to sort of like explain what it looks like, you sort of go in and you say, all right, are my goals sales or leads? And it sort of like breaks down what that is in case you're not in this industry and don't know the difference, you focus on your region and then the process will automatically start to target people for you based on Facebook's learned knowledge about how each user is likely to respond, taking into account their past in-app behaviors and noted interests. So you don't need to narrow down your audience with specific parameters and such. Then you add in your creative elements, covering all aspects of your sales pipeline. It's basically like a whole system to automate Facebook ads. Very interesting to know about. I will say probably most interesting and noteworthy for this crew of whim is that like Facebook's coming for some of your business if you are one who, you know, makes a living doing some whitelisting. So you definitely want people to know that so they could sort of like combat against it to be able to justify their work and basically talk that it's just automation and there's very few options as well for what you can set. So how effective could it be? So just wanted to bring that to your attention as something that Facebook is now testing. All right. The last two articles, like I mentioned, are from TechCrunch. Super interesting. This one is just update on Instagram. So Instagram is ditching swipe up links in favor of link stickers. This is officially rolled out to anyone who has over 10,000 followers, not I, many of the influencers I work with 
of them do, of course. Um, so they should be able to see that. A couple of things that I've spoken about with other people thus far, which I think are really interesting about this update. One is that you can really get specific now about where you put the link sticker, which I think is really interesting. It could be a little bit more engaging, a little bit more in, in the person's eye and periphery. So, you know, maybe I'm a fashion blogger and I put the link sticker specifically on the shirt versus the skirt. You could definitely be like funny with it. Like there's so many different directions that you can go with it, but you have another option, which is the location of the link sticker itself, which I do think is pretty interesting. Another thing that I find pretty interesting about this is that they are talking about a lot. Oh, and someone just asked on Instagram stories, can you put multiple links? I don't know is the short answer, but I heard people saying that like that was part of, of this update. And the other thing that's super important to note, all these articles that I've read about the story, they keep sort of teasing out the fact that they're going to eventually be rolling this out to people under 10,000 followers. Really, really interesting. And that would really change the game in a lot of different ways. And it's so crazy because I discovered that in LinkedIn on a company's page, you can add a link if you have, I think, over like 500 followers or something on your company page. Maybe it's even less. Maybe it's just any company has access to a swipe up. And now LinkedIn is doing away with stories in general. So that kind of stinks. But anyways, just to recap, they're ditching the swipe up link. They're adding link stickers. So again, they've been testing this starting in June with a small handful of users. And about on August 30th, it's already been rolled out more broadly. So for starters, the key offerings is that it offers greater creator control over their stories. Fantastic. Like polls, questions, and location stickers. The link sticker lets creators toggle between different styles, resize the sticker, and then place it anywhere on the story, like I mentioned, for maximum engagement. In addition, viewers will now be able to react and reply to posts that have the link sticker attached. And just like any other story before, that sort of feedback was impossible on posts with the swipe up link, which of course is a change. There isn't a change to who will gain access to the link sticker for now, which I already mentioned. They're evaluating whether to expand link access to more accounts in the future. Please, 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 please. Overall, the move away from a gesture to sticker is more in line with Instagram's current creative direction where interactive features are added to posts in the form of stickers. The new link sticker will join others already available in the app, including stickers for donations, music, and polls. And I also want to chime in and just talk about that just ever so briefly, just to say that if you are activating influencers and you're incorporating Instagram stories, which so many people are, please, 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 for the love of God, have them use stickers because those stickers are so incredibly engaging and you're going to get so many more views on your stories. We use stickers all the time in women's stories. And like when I see people in their stories and they're asking questions, I am always one to engage with them all, all the time, every single time. So just to be able to fully appreciate what it is, organically speaking, for an influencer to engage in their audience, always incorporate those stickers. They are a huge way of driving engagement. I would be so curious to see if you could maybe even add like 
up to three or up to four or five, whatever. That would be pretty, pretty cool. I can imagine that can get a little complicated, but like how amazing would that be if you like put together your own little story and like each article of clothing or different parts of your story had different links? That could be pretty cool and very competitive with a lot of the companies that we all know and love, like a shop style or reward style, things like that. So very, very interesting. All right. So that is the second to last article. And the last article for today worth mentioning, really big update. And I try to diversify it a little bit, but we're talking about TikTok, mixing up the platform. So big news, TikTok's new creator marketplace API lets influencer marketer companies tap into its first party data. And I'll read you a little bit about it, but it's essentially a handful of companies. So essentially the article says TikTok is making it easier for brands and agencies to work with the influencers using its service. The company is rolling out a new TikTok creator marketplace API, which allows marketing companies to integrate more directly with TikTok's creator marketplace, the video app's in-house influencer marketing platform. So on the creator marketplace website, definitely check that out. That website was launched in late 2019 marketers have been able to discover top TikTok personalities for their brand campaigns, then create and manage those campaigns and track their performance. The new API, meanwhile, allows partnered marketing companies only to access TikTok's first party data about audience demographic, growth trends, best performing videos, and real-time campaign reporting, like views, likes, shares, comments, engagement for the first time, which also kind of blows my mind that this has taken so long, but thank God it finally happened. They can now bring this data back into their own platforms to augment the insights they're already providing to their own customer base. I want to know how these companies got selected. That is very interesting. All of the companies that have been selected are part of WIM. So congratulations. I want to hear from you. How did you get selected? This is so interesting. So TikTok is not officially announcing the API until later in September, but it's allowing its alpha partners, these companies that I mentioned, to discuss their early work. And you can go into WIM's Facebook group, all over LinkedIn, all these companies are talking about it. So I'll read a little bit more about it, but so, so interesting. And of course, a huge sign, I think, that they're going to eventually be rolling this out to everybody. How could they not, you know? And I'm so curious about like what this data is showing. It says, talks about Captivate, which tested the API with a top retailer on one of their first TikTok campaigns. The retailer wanted to discover a diverse and inclusive group of TikTok creators creators to partner with on a new collaboration and wanted to help with launching its own TikTok channel. So Captivate says the branded content received nearly 10 million views and the campaign resulted in a quote significant increase in several key metrics which performed above the Nielsen average. This included familiarity, affinity, purchase intent, and recommendation intent. Really interesting metrics. So Captivate is now working with TikTok's API to pull in audience demographics to centralize influencer offers and activations and to provide tools to boost branded content and monitor campaign performance. On the last front, the API allows the company to pull in real-time metrics from the TikTok creator marketplace API, which means Captivate is now one of only a handful of third-party companies with 
access to TikTok's first party data. So like I mentioned, whaler, influential, captivated. If these aren't companies that you know, you absolutely should. Many of our members work for those companies and I know them personally. They're fantastic. They've been doing great, great work. I'm so curious about how these companies got selected. This is just the part of my brain that like I have to know. I will find out. But anyways, very, very interesting, of course, because I think mostly it's just showing you guys how indicative this will be to, you know, the roadmap that TikTok is on. Basically, they told TechCrunch the technology is still in pilot testing phase for the time being. This is the last thing worth mentioning. This is a quote. Creators are the lifeblood of our platform, and we're constantly thinking of new ways to make it easy for them to connect and collaborate with brands. We're thrilled to be integrating with an elite group of trusted partners to help brands discover and work with diverse creators who can share their message in an authentic way, said Melissa Yang, TikTok's head of ecosystem partnerships. What does that mean? People's titles are so funny. In a statement provided to select marketing company partners. Everyone's elite. Everyone's so select. Oh, everyone's so fancy. Okay. We at WIM are a lot more inclusive, I think, <laughs> than TikTok or TechCrunch being so elitist and exclusive and blah, blah, blah. So if you're interested in joining our community, always check out our website. It's imwim.com. That's imwim, double I-M.com. So thank you guys so much as always. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we got to have you back. Check out our website for more ways to get involved, including all the information you need about joining our collective. You can check out all the information at IamWim.com. That's IamWim, double I, dot com. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review, a rating. But the most important thing that we can ask you to do is to share this podcast. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m.